This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It doesn't sit right with my soul. That's kind of been a fun theme we've been playing with on the Burt Show lately, where you're getting something off your chest that's just not sitting right with you. Like when I threw a sick burn at Abby and then immediately felt bad, and she did the same thing to Kristen and also felt bad right away. Now, we're all good, and that was all in good fun, but sometimes you're not quite ready to confront your problems head on, and you need someone to talk to. And while we love talking to you guys about your drama, sometimes it's above our pay grade, and you need a professional to give you advice. I've been to therapy and there's something so freeing about unloading your problems on a therapist that has your back and you know is there to help you. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Get it? The Bird Show. So I think for the first time in my life, I have a hobby. One that I'm excited about that I would have never seen coming a few years ago because, frankly, I do not like food. Food for me has always just been like energy to get me from A to B. And I think it dates back to I've had stomach problems most of my life uh, until a couple of years ago when I figured them out. So food has just never been a big deal to me. Um, So for me, it's just like, let's get through this meal to do things that I really want to do. Like drink. Um, <laughs> not this month. <laughs> so, yeah, not this month. Um, so I started dabbling in cooking a few weeks ago, just like a box of brownies that I butchered three different times. My kids were coming over. I thought, okay, this would be cool. So then I said, you know what? Hollis and I, my 16-year-old and I, decided we're going to take a cooking class together. And I'm like, you know what? This might be cool for he and I. So I made my very first dish, actually, at my age, where I went to a cookbook and made chicken parm. I followed all of the directions. I went to Kroger and got all of the ingredients. That's a ballsy dish to make. I yeah, it is. I didn't know that at the time or I would have chosen something else. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's got steps. Chicken parm. Yeah. It Most just of had, start with spaghetti. It just had like... <laughs> <laughs> um, it just had less ingredients than anything else in this book that I have. So I thought, all right, I'll give it a try. I went to Kroger. Took me forever to find breadcrumbs. Now I know where they are. You little, they are, they really are sneaky. <laughs> uh, came home, made the chicken parm, and it didn't suck. And that's really all I was going for. Not sucking. Uh-huh. Something that was edible and just making the chicken juicy enough to where I woke up the next morning and I wasn't throwing up. That was it. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I did realize while I was making this chicken, like, so this is what a hobby is supposed to be like. You're focusing. You're relaxed. I've got everything else off in the house. I think I might have had some candles burning. <laughs> like, Set the mood. <laughs> Set the mood for cooking, man. And it was totally chill, right? So I make this chicken parm. Like I said, it didn't suck. And since then, I have been itching to get back in the kitchen and make my next meal. Oh, oh all right. Congrats. So I With think- your cooking gloves? 
with the cooking <laughs> so I think I stumbled upon this quote unquote hobby I love it and I really feel great about it and there is like for you like your you know that accomplishment and finish line your meal is your finish line and your accomplishment especially if you're making it for others and they enjoy it like there is a reward at the end so the funny thing is also after me making this one dish right and using actual spices oh my god because usually in the morning I'll make like egg whites and I'll put like uh, kale in there but I don't use any salt or I've been experimenting with garlic salt and onion salt. <laughs> it's tasty. Yes. This is the whitest thing I've ever heard. Who can be tasty? Not seasoning. Seasoning no. your food. Never even thought about it before. I, I think there's something to starting a hobby where you're going to get better too. Where you yeah. really, you're going to progress. Your meals are going to start to get better. You're going to learn more things to cook. You'll probably enjoy this for a while. Yeah, I'm uh, so far so good. All right, so I think meal number two is coming up this week. I don't know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. How long do we let Bert keep cooking before we ask him to make something for us? I'm telling you, dude, I would bring that chicken parm in, and I don't think you'd find it disgusting. I, really? Yeah. I saw photos. Let's give him. Let's give him. <laughs> let's give him two years. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll do. We'll, we can do it in 2020, 2024. Okay. Let's just wait. Let's just wait. A <laughs> the brownies weren't bad when I brought the, them your, over to your house. Your third try brownies were delicious. You know what? I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring in the chicken parm. I am telling you now. You're going to go. Oh my God! I can't believe this isn't disgusting. That's all I'm going for. Okay. Okay. It's not disgusting chicken parm. I can't believe it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Abby, it must have felt great. You're calling it the most iconic picture you the have m- ever taken? The most ironic picture ironic. I've ever taken. Oh, I got Sna- that wrong. Snapchat will hit you out of nowhere. If you don't have a Snapchat account, it will bring you photos from your past out of nowhere. It'll be like, on this day in 2021, you did X, Y, and Z. And maybe it's like a funeral that you went to and you're like, oh my God, I forgot about that. And so I was on my Snapchat the other day and I was looking at my Snapchat memories and the first time I ever spent time in Atlanta popped up. And I was like, oh my God, looking back on this photo, this is so ironic. So the photo that popped up was from a couple of years back. I had gone to this conference at Mercedes-Benz Stadium here in Atlanta. It was my first time in ATL. And I had taken this photo of this uh, this card with a word that we were supposed to write on it. It was supposed to be something that we were hoping for and thinking for in the new year. Your manifesting word? You're manifesting it. You're praying about it because it was a Christian conference. So, you know, you're, you're talking to Jesus about it. And you're like, Jesus, give me this thing. And so... <laughs> is, that, is that how it works? <laughs> I I've been I, praying wrong all these years. <laughs> Jesus, give me, Jesus, give me this thing. I need that thing. <laughs> I've been in church in a while, so I'm losing my mojo. I think that's how it goes. So, it, it was this photo of this word that I had written down for that following year. And at the time, I was supposed to be finding out the results of a job interview that I had been up for. And because I, um, I'm, fr- I'm quote unquote from Dallas. My first like six years of life, I lived in Dallas. As I mentioned, my dad used to work for the Texas Rangers, family's big Texas Rangers fan. I used to have like a, I used to have a complex about Texas. Like I always thought I was supposed to go back to Texas. So I was up for a job in Dallas, actually the station that Bert used to work for. Kiss? Yes, I was up for a job at KISS and I really thought like, this is my next step. This is it. Uh, My life is culminating for me to go back to Texas where I'm from. 
Spoiler alert, never went back to Texas. <laughs> but I had written Dallas on my word card. And so I had taken that photo in Atlanta of me being like, I'm going to Dallas. And so I found out a couple days afterwards that I wasn't going to go to Dallas. And Did it, you not get the job? Is that what? I didn't get the job. Okay. Yeah. I got rejected. Yeah, that, that, that station was way too good for you. <laughs> yeah. That's a legendary station. Yeah, <laughs> it was never going to work. It was never going to work out. It was never going to work out. You yeah. shoot for Dallas, you land in Atlanta. That's how it is. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, I don't get the job. It I really was crushed because I thought, I'm like, what? where else am I going to go? Because I, I was really happy at my old job. So I was like, I don't want to leave for just any job. And so Dallas was one of the markets that I was interested in. And so I thought, I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm going to be stuck in Jacksonville for the rest of my life. And it was so ironic that I had taken that photo in Atlanta because had I known you know, prior to, um, you know, being up for that job, I would have never wanted to have taken it. Like I would have chosen this any day of the week compared to the other position, like getting to be closer to home, getting to be in Atlanta, which is a city that I've really come to love. I'm so happy that life worked out. But when it didn't, I really thought I was like, my career's over. I'm going to have to go into sales or something because I don't know where life goes after this. And so I just find it so ironic that in the city that I was going to end up being in, I was thinking about a city that I thought I was supposed to be moving to, and I'm glad that I didn't. So what's the life lesson here then? The life lesson is that if you think you have missed out on the thing that was for you and you feel like you've missed out on it, you didn't get that opportunity you thought was for you, it's not the case. You, your opportunity just hasn't come yet. Something better's waiting. Something yeah. better's waiting. You know, life really does have a way of doing that. You probably have a similar story with New York and radio and stuff like that. Thinking uh, your life was going in one direction? Yeah, for music, I would say. Um, but there was a point in time when music was like everything for me. And I even remember I went to, I always remember this moment. My uh, my ex, my girlfriend at the time, her grandmother was heavy into reading. And she, I never really believed in it, but she wanted me to do it. And I remember her reading my palms and saying that uh, music is not going to be the thing for you, but it will be something with microphones. And I remember being devastated about that. Like, what else could it possibly be? And when my music career didn't take off, I, that's how I felt. Like, it's over. There's nothing else for me. And then when radio and comedy came into play, what she said always was in the back of my mind. Like, she knew all along. It made sense. You want to hear something really crazy and only have a couple of seconds? When I was in Dallas, John Edward, the psychic, came in. The yeah. medium comes in, right? And pulls me aside one day while we had him on the air. And he said, I just want to let you know that your future doesn't lie in Dallas. And he circled Atlanta, Georgia on the map. I didn't even know where Georgia was at the time, right? And ended up working out here. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's literally insane. (laughs) Bring John Edward in. Get it. The Bird Show.